Fuck. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please, pretty please, with sugar on top, engage with us on our uh, social media at symbol the watch list pod. How are you? Okay, how are you? You know, I actually fulfilled a promise since you labeled our last episode Bill's broken fucking promise. <laughs> God damn it. See, you hey. think I don't notice these things. I'm glad you do. Somebody does. I'm glad somebody notices these things. <laughs> they are they are very aptly named episodes. I try. I try. No, they they are. So, we're, but we're going to get it out of the way first. Great. I don't want to get all bogged down in it. Awesome. So, Patty threw down the gauntlet for me to watch something like a K drama or something like that. So, yes. I did. But it's sort of, but it's, but it was a very, very, very short, quibby like series called Goedam. Huh. G O E D A M. Each episode is only like eight minutes long. Where did you find and this? That would be on the Netflix, like you really? keep telling you me found... to go to. I, I haven't seen this one. Okay. Yes. So it's a horror anthology where the stories are all actually somehow intertwined. Ooh. Yeah, and and I kept thinking, ah, oh, see, this is Quibi done right. Mm. And it's not that Quibi was bad. It's just that it, 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 there's no place for Quibi in a longer form um, medium where you can just stream anything you want anytime and put it down however you want and all that shit. Yeah. But this, yeah. But this was actually pretty good. Okay. So just a handful of episodes. They were creepy as fuck. It's perfect to watch right around Halloween. Ooh. Yeah, but I didn't want it fucking with my algorithm, so I set up a whole new Netflix account. And I think that's a great idea. I wish I had thought of it sooner. Yeah. Well, because I put stuff like Money Heist in there, mm -hmm. Stranger Things in there, so that it would start creating that algorithm of you know weird, creepy shit. Great idea. It's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. So there you go fulfilled the promise and what did you think how is this different than like say maybe an american type of horror anthology-ish thing i don't know i don't i don't even know how to answer that because in a perfect world you know cinema is cinema and, and tv is tv and and yeah there are differences there was a sameness to it. It was almost like watching The Grudge. It was almost like watching, um, not yeah, almost like a Twilight Zone or an okay. American Horror Story. So it was good in that regard. How was it different? I don't. Um, one of the things that I like about it, though, is that you're so not familiar with the settings or even the language. Um. It, it it adds to the reality of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does definitely for you me know, with the the, uh, the shows I've seen. And in the same way that if I'm coming into a new TV show or a movie I've never seen, no matter where it comes from, if the actor is new, I am more willing to believe that performance. Right. Yeah. Rather rather than see somebody famous all the time be different characters. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, 
it wasn't a huge time commitment. I knocked them all out in probably half an hour. Yeah. Okay. They're all that short. Um, but it was good. It was good. It was really creepy. I wish I had watched it around Halloween. Ah. Are you going to try another one? Maybe, maybe a <sighs> more we... longer form. All right. Stop guiding me toward this bullshit. Um, <laughs> it's not bullshit. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> but what I, but seriously, maybe one of these days we will branch off and do like international stuff, but what it would make me do is go around the world. Okay. Not, ne not necessarily stay in, in Korea, but go to places like Spain, who also have a really good, robust film market. Obviously, mm -hmm. Great Britain certainly does. Just find cinema from around the world and and check it out. Because certainly mm -hmm. Netflix, you know, they have gajillions of servers all over the place. So they're getting content from all over the world. Yeah. So would I be more willing to try stuff like this? Yeah, sure. It's not that mm -hmm. I wasn't before. It's just mm -hmm. that, you know, I kept forgetting. <laughs> Anyway. Well, I did travel the world this week. <laughs> okay. I watched a new series that just premiered this weekend on Netflix. It's from Brazil, and it's called Invisible City. Oh, okay. There are seven episodes, and each one's like a half an hour to 40 minutes each. So it went by super fast for me, and I didn't okay. realize that it was going to be this short. But essentially... Uh, what it's about is a detective for the environmental police in Rio de Janeiro. He's got a wife and a kid and the wife and child have gone to some like out in the boonies near the forest uh, party for some little town. And there's a fire in the forest and his wife dies and his daughter is kind of traumatized because she was out in the forest too. And as he's investigating this fire to see if like the big, you know, corporation that's buying up the land from under the native peoples and kicking them off their own land started the fire to get these people to move off their land. Oh, bastards. Yeah. That usual thing. Well, he starts to find out that there's the world of, Brazilian folktale legend and our world actually both exist in the same realm in the same plane. Yeah. Yes, they find this uh a pink river dolphin washed up on the beach in Rio de Janeiro. So it's not coming from the river, it's coming from the ocean. And he's you know, environmental police. So he's going to take it for an autopsy and find out how did this dolph this river dolphin end up on an ocean beach. And then all the wackiness really kind of ensues from there. Cause <laughs> you know, by the middle of the night, the dolphin is now a man. What? A dead guy. Yeah. It's a dead guy. And it's very crazy and really interesting. And, as, and as this stuff was going on, I, of course, I Googled these things to say, is there a Brazilian pink river dolphin legend? Yes, there is. And as yeah, there and would be. As there would be. It's really cool. It's very, you know, like fantasy and dark kind of, and all these people are kind of scary in their own way. And it's 
I really liked it. I thought it was really good. It's not a long time commitment. You know, seven episodes that are like 30 to 40 minutes a piece. It was done in a day and I was like, really? I'm done? Well, shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, it's called Invisible City. It's brand new on Netflix and it's from Brazil. So the main language is Portuguese, but they do have English dubbed in there. So you don't have to read it if you really don't want to. And that's good. We we were talking with, with some friends last night. And it's not that subtitles are bad. As a matter of fact, one of our friends needs subtitles. Mm-hmm. But... But at the same time, when you're reading the bottom of the screen, it's taking you away from the action. So dubbing does help in certain circumstances. Although the irony is the next thing that I have to talk about, I can't remember if you talked about it or not, but I have very recently discovered Peaky Blinders on Netflix. I've I've seen it listed. I feel like I tried to watch it and I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I was distracted too much to even remember it, what I watched. It's so fucking good. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's really good. So it stars my boy, Killian Murphy. What's up, Killian Murphy? Um, and it's a, it's a period crime drama that takes place in Birmingham, England. And it follows a, a crime family named the Shelby's. And what happens to them in uh, the aftermath of the first world war and how they're, they're struggling to come back right after the war and how they build up their fortune and all that other sort of stuff. It is so good. I jumped in. I just happened to be, I, I think I was done recording some stuff and I came downstairs and I said, what you watching? And Laura said, well, I'm watching Peaky Blinders. And she said, do you want me to shut it off? I said, no, no, you go ahead. I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll just pay sort of attention to it. Oh my God. (laughs) And I, and I jumped in midway through season three and I've been hooked ever since. Wow. She's had, she's had, she's had to fill in some backstory for me. So I understand who's popping back up at this point. Mm -hmm. And she's even willing to go back and watch seasons one, two, and three with me. So I'm all caught up. But Peaky Blinders on Netflix, amazing. It it, is really good. The next thing in my international tour of Netflix (laughs) is a movie from Korea called Space Sweepers. It's about two hours long. And it's 2092. The Earth is nearly uninhabitable. And all the rich people have moved off the planet to live on this colony in orbit run by this mega corporation called UTS. And of course, the colony is called Eden. And uh, it's a very diverse show. And so all the characters, uh, all the people on Earth, they're like the super poor, poor, forgotten folks. And... They're treated like shit. The people who are living up on this Eden colony, they are called UTS citizens. Everybody Mm. else is a non-citizen. And the space sweeper team of four, they they own this ship and they're like junk collectors in space. This is how they earn a pittance of money to buy food and 
pay their ship taxes and whatnot. And all of them are deeply in debt. And it's, it's like the, and the characters that are presumably from dissolved nations, uh, because there's now global one whole nation, so to speak, because you're either a citizen of UTS or you're not. Okay. But they all speak to each other in their mix of native languages. Like, you know, they're speaking Korean and Spanish and all that. And English seems to be the one that the language of power that all the white people seem to be speaking, which is kind of okay. interesting in this. So it's in Korean, but you, with subtitles, but it's also dubbed into English. So when, you know, they're speaking English on the dub track, but then you see, but when their other characters are talking in the different foreign languages, you know, you've got the subtitles. So there's like a group of Germans clearly speaking German. And then they got the guys talking in Spanish to the other guy. So it was interesting that main bad guy is from the UK. So it's really very, you know, they got people all over the place. It's kind of interesting. I really liked it. People on the ship, they seem like to kind of hate each other, sort of. At yeah. first, and you know, they all have their own money troubles. And the one guy, his daughter died in some big accident, and he's there's this company, organization, whatever, that will go find your lost loved one who floated out into space and bring them back oh, wow. so you could have a burial. Right. But when you're a non citizen, you got to pay all cash, and it is hella, hella expensive, even in like our real world terms of money. I was like, okay. shit, how do you get that much money? So all the junk collectors, there's like a big group of them and everybody's an independent operator. So they're fighting with, with each other, like literally fighting with each other, trying to steal the junk that the one guy's taken. They're trying to steal it away from each other so that they can be the ones to get the money for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's like a dog eat dog kind of world in 2092. If you're not a rich person living in Eden. Ah, okay. And at first, the main guy seems like this benevolent, I love everyone and I want to make the whole world a better place. But yeah, of course not. He's a dick. Okay. And that's not really, that's not, that's not a spoiler because you just know that's going to happen when there's this megacorp that owns everything in the universe. Mm -hmm. And he's the CEO. And what's it called again? This is called Space Sweepers. It's a brand new movie just released this past weekend on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I haven't watched anything else. So what was the other thing that you had? The other thing in my tour around the world is a movie from Poland that Ah, Dwight found. Dwight found this movie. This movie is called All of My Friends Are Dead. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's like a teenager film, but it's like picture American Pie meets Pulp Fiction because literally the movie starts and everybody's dead. Wow. And then it's a flashback to how all these people died. And they're all, yeah, they're all like, they're teenager ish and they're all horny as fuck. (laughs) Horny as fuck. Um, you got the You're milf stupid. in the, yeah, I know you got the milf in the party and they're all having the big new year's Eve party. And you know, as it does, shit goes wrong and everybody dies. Right. And the whole movie is the story of how everybody ended up dying. It's goofy as fuck. It's very American pie. 
and also the deathiness of it is very pulp fictiony. So yeah, the mm-hmm. pulp fiction American Pie definitely is what it is. And it, it, and what's it called again? It's called All of My Friends Are Dead. All of my friends are dead. Yeah. Well, that sounds right up my alley, actually. Yeah, and it came out nice. in December. It's uh, in it's Polish, but it's dubbed into English, and it's just goofy as hell. I kind of liked it. Hey, goof, goofy is good. Yeah, yeah. Even though there's a lot of like, why are you doing that? Somebody's gonna get hurt, obviously, because that's the whole point of the movie. But it yep. just, I'm like, you're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. I, I liked it. I thought it was a fun, stupid, silly, goofy movie. And that's right. that's my tour of the world from Brazil to South well, South Korean space to Poland, where everybody dies. Well, and that <laughs> sucks. Yeah. So I, I for next next time, I swear to God, I'm going to come back to the U.S. and and watch more stuff because I'm even looking on. Netflix's top 10 in the U S and there's, and there are a couple of things that I do want to see like Malcolm and Marie, the new movie with John David Washington and Zendaya and even Firefly Lane with uh, Catherine Heigl looks interesting, hmm. but we also at some point, and I haven't, I've been hearing a lot of controversy about the golden globe nominations. I didn't really pay attention to those to be honest with you. Well, they, this whole season is fucked up anyway. Yeah. But in terms of the shows they in in terms of the shows that they've nominated versus the amount of actors of color that they nominated in those shows. So I want to take a deeper dive into that when I have a chance to actually look at all of that. Okay. And and another thing that we're going to be doing, folks, is. So you watched this most recent episode of WandaVision, right? I did. It's getting so good. I know. It's getting so good. It's just so frustrating that the episodes are only like half an hour long. Although I think I this know. one was the long. It, this one is, I think, the longest one yet at like 37 minutes. That's not long enough. No, it's not. Because just when you get into it, the shit cuts off. Um ah. I know, but it's it's getting really good. And and folks, if you have not gotten into WandaVision, as Laura almost did not because she was like, what the fuck are you making me watch this after episodes one and two? Yeah. yeah. But But all of that gets explained to you. So later on this coming week, we're going to take a really deep dive into WandaVision with a couple of guests on our show. David, what's up, David? Yo, David. And who else... And who else is joining us? And Terry Gant, owner of Third Coast Comics in Chicago. Oh, hey, cool. So the comic perspective, that's awesome. Yes. Because I've because I've been doing basic research in terms of storyline, you know, and why they're doing kind of what they're doing, which is also worth your internet time if you if you so care. But but we're gonna be doing that. So and it's going to be hella spoilery. So yeah. Catch up or don't listen. Or or just don't check out that episode. Yeah, but, or skip that episode. But the but just like this past episode was was called a very special episode. Mhm. 
Um, it's going to be a very special episode of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Indeed it is. Because this show, and then I'll say no more, is the launching point for the next phase of everything Marvel. And we will give spoilers away later, but without giving that spoiler away, it, it truly is the jumping off point. And if you have followed Marvel this far, keep going. Because it's it's very cool. Yeah, it is. Very cool. Yeah. But for our next episode, I'm going to find American shit to watch. <laughs> okay. Maybe I should as well. And then may, <laughs> and then possibly like sidebar uh, uh, another little trip around the world. Because international cinema is fun. I actually one year was a, on the judging panel for the Chicago Children's International Film Festival. Oh, cool. Just one year. Yeah, it was neat. It was neat. Having to slog through a lot of film, though. But it was it was really well worth it and saw some really cool stuff. But any hoosie. So that's our next episodes. And um, yeah, that's it. Wow. Um, but we, we do have to take a moment to say R.I.P. Christopher Plummer, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. Laura hates the sound of music. I love the sound of music. (laughs) We have such diametrically opposed taste in in terms of music and movies sometimes. Oh, my. But yeah, he passed away in 91. So if you don't know Christopher Plummer, he was the head bad guy Klingon in Star Trek six. He was obviously Captain Von Trapp in the sound of music. His career spanned decades. So odds are there is something you have seen that Christopher Plummer has been in. So yeah, check it out. And his life was well lived in film. It really was. All right. Cool. All right. That's it. That's all we got. Nice quick episode today. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button. What international stuff have you been watching? Is there something that we need to catch up on? Or is there something that we talked about that you love or disagree with us on? Hit that contact us button. Let us know. Engage with us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod. And as always, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate it. We sure do. And keep listening to us because our audience is growing, apparently. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who is listening. So excited. We appreciate that. Spread that word. hit uh, Hit that subscribe button. And we will talk to you next time. Yeah, we'll see you later this week. Yeah, we will. All right. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.